Hey guys, it's Jordan with Book Better Weddings. I'm so excited to get to share with you something we like to call show clips. It's a portion of a longer conversation that we had. We picked out this moment just for you. Let's jump into it. Well, here's what I would say. Uh, you know, everybody I've hired has said in the interview, I don't, I have zero desire to own my own business. Right. Zero desire. Um, you said every person? Every, every person. Um, we, we were four years open, we've lost three barbers, um, two of which went to open their own mm -hmm. shop. So what changed, right? Well, here's what I think changed. What I think changed is they, they, had an, they got to see how we run the business. Mm -hmm. They got to come in and build a business for themselves, right? With clients. With clients. Okay. They're building that business. They're learning how we communicate. They're learning how we market. They're learning how we cross sell. They're learning how we rebook. They're learning everything. And every day they're immersed in this experience of what the shop means. And we do team meetings. We do them very regularly. And we constantly talk about our vision. And we constantly talk about how do you differentiate yourself? Yeah. And so what happens, the way I look at it, what happens is people either take that and go, now I'm empowered to own my own business. Mm -hmm. And listen, we're highly supportive of that. Right. My issue is just, look, do your own thing. Be your own person. Like, be your own brand, mm -hmm. right? And that's cool. Um, but I think that's the difference between being a leader and being a manager, mm -hmm. right? So if you own a floral shop or you own a barber shop and you're just managing people, you come in at this time, you leave at this time, how many cuts did you do? you're never gonna develop people. But if you get people to understand your vision and you recruit people under the understanding that, hey, if you wanna open your own business, we'll, we'll teach you everything we can. Right. You know, I mean, we talked about to the last time we were together that I really, we have a kingdom mentality mm -hmm. that there is enough business for everyone. Mm -hmm. And if our business is really good, it doesn't matter how much competition, we will outperform, yeah. right? And so, so I, I think as you, as you think about that, then the person that is coming out of college, as the business owner, you got to think about who could I develop and how could I benefit from them during this period and they benefit from me. So it's a mutual value exchange. Mm -hmm. um, I think the flip side to it is you have someone that graduates and they, they are on their own. And if you think back to the first thing I said is, I think I said this, maybe I said it in my head, you'll have to tell me, um, is you take your dream and you put it in bite-sized pieces, right? Because the last thing you wanna do is come out and, and, if, and go into a lot of debt to start a business mm -hmm. and maybe your principles of business aren't there and then your dream fails and you just you live a life of going, gosh, I tried it and I couldn't do it. No, you probably could do it but it was the wrong time yeah. and it was the wrong size. Yeah. And so you can come work for a company and learn a lot and then go out with a different confidence and a different skill set yeah. of being able to run your own business. Yeah. It's like, that's why the, that's why apprenticeships work, yeah. right? Cause you go and you apprentice and you learn until you can do it on your own. Right. And then you're even to a point where you're pitching to a person where they almost feel like, yeah, this is my business too, whether it's through end of the year bonus, whatever. Right. There's a way that it feels like 
yeah, like, okay, I'm over here, if we talk about videography, oh, let's talk about florals specifically. All right, I do florals for individuals and I do pop-up shops at the local market, but I don't do weddings. Right. So that person can go, can have their own business, but then go over here with the wedding florist and make extra money and be a part of that because they don't want to do weddings. And I right. think that's where it's like, all right, pitching your vision, here's what I found, you pitch your vision to as many people as possible and some are going to catch it and right. most to a lot won't. Mm -hmm. And so we were at a mountain weekend where we took six or eight people out there to train and I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, ah, here's where we're going, I think. And like a lot of people were around and helped and that life took them elsewhere and then James caught the vision and now he runs most of the business. Yeah. So it's like eight people, eight people didn't, didn't catch the vision the way he caught the vision. But it's, I think where we get to is, and it's, it's normal because I'm sure you went through a process. I've gone through processes of people leaving. It's hard. It's grief. But like the fear is that, or, or the, the tension is that we let one person leaving then way the, change the way that we no longer have a kingdom mentality. 100%. 100%. And the flip side of the thing is, while we're scared of that one person leaving, it also only takes one person to really buy in that changes everything. Yeah. So like for you, that one person is um, your, your barber you started yeah. off with. If, like, if she hadn't caught the vision, you probably wouldn't be where you are right now. Yeah. In the same way, like if I hadn't done what I did and like really bought into you know, what we're doing here at Another Arrow, like, we wouldn't be doing this right now, right. like what we're doing. Yeah. So I think that in the same way that um, it can be scary to lose one person or even two or three people like over time, like people will come and go, that's just how it is. But there is going to be that one person that stays yeah. if you're doing things the right way. Yeah. And that one person can lead to two, can lead to three, and that changes everything. You, I think you're, you are, um, first off, you're both speaking my love language, so I appreciate this. But you're absolutely right. And I think the other thing is, you, you, you said this well, you grieve when people leave because they're part of your team. Mm -hmm. And you even said family. And, and part of your yeah. family. But on the flip side, you also learn to respect them leaving when you realize, hey, maybe they weren't as additive as I thought they were, you know? Maybe my culture's different without them because they were seeing a different, you know, they're seeing the world through glass half empty and we're trying to see it through glass half full. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I would also say, you know, it, and I'll give you an example. We had, a, we had an employee that worked for our, our uh, a team member that worked for us and um, probably one of the top performers, like jam up, knocked it out of the park, always hitting numbers, right? Like putting up bigger numbers than anybody. Um, but she didn't want to be led, she didn't want to be managed, mm. right? And that's fine for your own shop, but, but we have a brand and you're an extension of the brand. And so, you know, that means we do these things and in exchange for these things, um, you know, we cover the cost of the, the booth, we cover the cost of the marketing, we cover the cost of the promotion, we cover the cost of, we cover the cost of everything. And you just show up and just be an artist, right? right. And, um, but it almost became where you're holding, someone's holding you hostage. Well, you, you need to change the team. You need to change these policies because I bring in more than anyone else. And that's a crossroads for a small business owner to go, am I willing to walk away from my most profitable person because I need to quantify the value the other people are adding to teamwork, to culture, and to experience? 
And that conversation was, um, if you're asking me to choose, it's not you. Mm. And so we wish you the best. Take your time, you wow. know, rock on. Um, and we'll celebrate you when you, when you leave. Mm. And what was really interesting was um, uh, the person left and uh, the, you know, we talked to the team, like we really hate it, but we're mm. super happy for them. Like, this is a right move for them. And then we did individual conversations and what we heard is the culture feels a lot better. Mm. You know, it feels, um, there's not this air of um, us against them. And that's really important that you, we don't just look at the number and you look at, you know, bookings for instance, or in the wedding venue, maybe you've got a booker or someone that's helping you book events and they're just really doing a great job, but they're kind of silently killing your culture Mm -hmm. or they're, you know, is it worth it? And so sometimes as you're grieving, because you still miss the person, you still love them, um, you know it was time for them to go and do their own thing Mm -hmm. and you're happy for them.